So I'm going to tell you guys about this dinner I made last night for my mother-in-law and sister-in-law. So much went into it. Did all the prepping. I had a list with like timings and everything. And for starters, I did this rocket salad with beetroot. And I made these like goat cheese baked balls, which I I um did panko breadcrumbs. And I crushed up walnut, walnut, walnuts, walnuts <laughs> <laughs> into like... A flower, like with a bottle of Mel back, <laughs> which I was actually oh really nervous God. about. <laughs> like, I mean, and then I, you know, baked them, like froze them and then baked them. And it was really good, like a balsamic drizzle. And then the main course was like roast, roast beef. And then I did Parmesan mashed potatoes. I did Brussels sprouts with uh, bacon and shallots and these maple syrup glazed carrots Right, gravy. Right, okay, yeah. I didn't know you were this fancy. (laughs) Yeah, right, okay. So, you want to guess what my mother in law um, complimented me on? Oh. Well, I'm going to tell you. (laughs) The the only thing she complimented was the uh, horseradish sauce that I bought from Little. (laughs) Oh, no. That's like classic mother in law. That is so classic mother in law. Anyway, thought I'd let you guys in on that. (laughs) That sounds absolutely incredible. That's like the best (laughs) meal I've probably never had. (laughs) Yeah, good times. Bless her heart. Hi, everyone, and welcome to Murder Friends, the podcast where three friends from three different countries talk about murder. My name's Alana, and I'm Canadian. I'm Anna, and I'm American. My name's Hannah, and I'm British. So sit back and relax. You're among friends, and let's talk murder. Now, I am coming to you guys live from my parents' closet. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Hello. uh, (laughs) Hey. Um, My mom has a larger clothes collection than she should have, but at least now I have a recording studio <laughs> in her closet. Amazing. So I, uh, I've i left England. I am, I was back in Canada. I'm p- applying for a new visa, which is really um, exciting and awful. And then um, I'm now in United States because of having like a tiny mini holiday. So I have been on multiple international flights, and let me tell you, every time somebody was coughing, <laughs> I'm like pureling the crap out of my whole body. <laughs> just like rubbing on your face. <laughs> just like I uh, really, really would like to, you know, not get sick. But yeah, I'm in uh, Florida now for like a week or so, and then back to Canada, and then hopefully. Back to England with you guys in a few months. Yay! Yeah, it's so weird you not being here. I know. I was like, I was like halfway through texting like our little group chat and being like, "Do you both want to meet for coffee?" And then I was like, "Oh no, (laughs) they're not here." (laughs) It's really sad. Yeah, it's just like, especially now being here in the US, I just feel like um, just like a tumbleweed of a human being. (laughs) <laughs> From one place to the next, I forgot half of my equipment and stuff. So I'm trying to like figure out how to do all the like techie stuff without my normal. I don't know. It's just, it's been a time, <laughs> but I'm not sick. So that's something, I guess. You don't have the coronavirus yet. So 
As far as we know. Okay. Fingers crossed. Or what are the airports like? Are like people in masks and stuff? Oh, yeah. So I flew into Toronto, which is like a really big international airport, and then flew into Orlando, which um, Orlando's huge. And it's got like, mm. you take like the little shuttle from like one part yep. of the airport to the other part, like really big. But yeah, loads of masks. And um, everybody's like just a little bit freaked out of like getting too close to people. And then you're sitting in the plane and someone coughs and like everybody looks at them. Like, <laughs> it's like the music steps like. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> everyone <laughs> stares like. It's so strange, but. Oh, my um, my friend texted me actually uh, Friday to say that she'd been kicked out of a U- an Uber for sneezing. What? <gasps> yeah, oh and she got God. left in, in Acton, and she, oh which is God. not a great place, maybe. To, <laughs> yeah, exactly. I don't know whether I'd rather have the coronavirus or be there. Yeah, yeah. So, um, <laughs> and the reason she's like, I was sneezing because you're wearing too much cologne. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it didn't go down well. Anyway, so she then had to get out and I'd call another Uber. Yeah, we're having to, um, we're having, um, like, my office is, I have quite a big firm, but I work in quite, like, a busy area. Um, and if it does all, like, kick off, we all have to work from home. But I can't really, like, do my job from home. No, that would be difficult. I, was like, I don't know how you would, I don't know how I would do that, but... Regardless, we still have to do one day working from home. So they're issuing us with like enough tech to, for us to do our job. So I'm getting like a big Surface Pro and everything I need to work from home. Um, wow. And then we're having one day, I have to like pick a day, which is like best in the diary effectively, to then work from home. And it's like I've never worked from home before because I have always, always believed that I would never get anything done so good luck um, with that then <laughs> yeah I'm not looking forward to it so that's gonna be a, a good one yeah especially if you can't actually like do your normal job no I don't know what they're gonna do with like phones yeah by the way Hannah's a waitress so no I'm just kidding <laughs> a real fancy one um, yeah yeah I just I don't know how it's gonna happen well you'll have to keep us updated I know everything is it's kind of like 24-7 on the news right now, which I know for good reason. I mean, I don't know. It's really hard to know, like, okay, is this – I mean, I'm sure there's things that they're not telling us, maybe, and that's why they're so alarmed about it. But you just – I've never seen this before. I've never seen – do you guys remember any of the other, like, SARS and – I remember, like, the Zika virus, but I don't think it was quite so – was it this 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 crazy? Like, it's just – No. No. I don't remember, like, SARS, swine flu – bird flu like all those ones yeah uh, if you watch the news it's it's on the news constantly obviously but I don't remember them shutting down schools and stuff for like months at a time like that mm-hmm. that feels like a, a bit more haven't they just like quarantined the entire north of Italy that was yeah because yeah. like, that was on the BBC this morning I was like Ugh. and another story I saw was um check out that Japanese man who got diagnosed with it and he was told to wait at home until there was space at a medical facility near him and he just decided that he was just going to go out. So he told a family men- member that he was going to go out and spread it. And then he went to two bars, <gasps> ate and drank no. there, and then told everyone no. that he had it. And staff were like, Ugh, and called like the health authorities. And by the time they got there, that he'd already like taken a taxi home. But he like did it on purpose. What a dick. That, Who does like, that? That is like, you, so you idiot. eerie. 
I was like, what if you'd infected someone who had like a compri- like a compromised like immune system or was like vulnerable? Like you, you feel like you should someone? be charged. Like, yeah, I feel like that it should be a criminal offence. Don't they though? They do charge. You know, um, maybe not now, but don't they charge? I could be wrong. Like there was a like a guy who was like purposely spreading AIDS and stuff like to people. Yeah. Do you remember that? Yes. Mm. We. I'm pretty sure we had a guy in Ontario somewhere who um, knew he was HIV positive and um was like purposely sleeping with people and, and not saying anything and i think uh, he was charged with like endangerment or something like that because you're like putting other people knowing yeah, like at yeah. risk and whatever mm. uh, it's just so selfish mm. my brother's in japan right now but he's like yeah they've literally they he he's works he's working on a um an universal there on a project and he's like they have little they shut down the whole park for two weeks so <laughs> The, wow. People can work still, but they're not actually allowing in any um, visitors or anything. Like literally shut down for two. I c- can you imagine the amount of money they lose in two weeks? Yeah, for the whole it's park. A huge, it's a huge park as well because I've been to that. that oh one. yeah, you have, haven't you? They have got like the Harry Potter thing, which is the main reason I went because <laughs> I'm a child. <laughs> like, in Kyoto, it's amazing. It really is, but it's massive. It's absolutely a huge theme park. Yeah, huge. Yeah, so. Um, they, uh, yeah, they had to close it down. But I think they were, like, threatened to close it down. They said that they would, like... Because they're getting ready for the Olympics there in the summer. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And they were, like, threatening to cancel the Olympics or something. And so I think they did that instead or something. Um, but it's interesting. We'll just, I guess we'll see how it how it goes. Like, I know, like, the three of... I mean, we'd be fine probably if we got it. Isn't it more, like, it's if you have the underlying health issues or... You're a bit older, yeah. You're a bit older, yeah. So, like... Mm, yeah. worry, but it is it is but um how long are you in florida for Atlanta? i think just under like like a week and a half or whatever oh, nice. i think mm. we're having like major storms right now go figure so i'm <laughs> kind of hoping to see the sun at some point which would be really nice before <laughs> going back to the snow you know in ontario nice it is well a lot of times though as well in florida i used to live there and it like rains, like full on monsoon rains for like an hour every day, every afternoon, like right around three o'clock. Yeah, and then it's like the storms go so fast. Yeah, but whatever this one is, it's kind of hanging around. So I thought, uh, I guess uh, I'll do uh, loads of work and stuff today. But I would like to see the sun. Aww. <laughs> True crime news today. I have updates on three cases, and the first one being that a couple of weeks ago, Harvey Weinstein was found guilty of sexual assault, including rape. He was cleared of the most serious count of predatory sexual assault, but still faces up to 25 years in prison. He, Since we've recorded, he still hasn't been sentenced yet, um, but he did, when the verdict was announced, he, or afterwards, as he's been taken to prison, he had chest pains and he had to go to the hospital before being sent to Rikers. And apparently he did not take his walker. Imagine that. Oh. oh. You saying it you saying that Interesting. was a lie. You saying it was a lie. I know. Oh Crazy. My gosh. That poor sick old man. About something like that. I know. Piece of shit. Yeah, exactly. So I'm quite interested to hear, you know, what he actually gets. But then I wonder if he then or do you guys know, does he then go and stand trial in LA? Or does he what happens then? Maybe I should have researched that. <laughs> He's got, um, like, or uh, not convictions, um, arrest in New York and California. Yeah. And I think, I want to say, like, the, the charges were from New York. 
So yeah, he was. Yeah. These ones were from New York, and but I'm sure um, he has another. He has further cases that are going to be brought against him in California too. So I'm wondering yeah. what's going to happen, or if he like finishes his sentence and then he's tried there or some sort of thing. So anyway, we will keep updating you guys with what's up with that piece of crap. So we'll let you know. <laughs> yeah. Number two, I've got today. Um, Robert Durst trial has officially begun in L.A. He is accused of killing his longtime best friend, Susan Berman, on the 23rd of December 2000. Um, she was shot in the head. Berman was killed hours before she was supposed to speak with police on the disappearance of Durst, Durst's first wife, Kathleen Durst. Um, her body has never actually been found. In 1982, Kathleen was due to arrive at medical school but was never seen again. Um, a school official received a call from a woman that day saying she was Kathleen, but she said she was sick and she would not attend. Um, Berman later disclosed to another friend that she had, in fact, made the call on his behalf. Ooh. So I believe that's why police wanted to talk to her. But then, obviously, she couldn't do that. Yeah, so his trial is beginning. He is... Still, if you all haven't seen the jinx, that whole story is just insane. Um, but starting with his first wife's disappearance, um, him living at, which we talked about before, him living as a woman and killing his neighbor and chopping his neighbor up into pieces. And he went on trial for that and somehow got out of that. He didn't get, get convicted of murder because he said it was in self-defense. Because nothing says self-defense like then dismembering a body and disposing of it in oh. somewhere. I mean, right? I'm not surprised they made the the documentary show type thing because the story is absolutely bonkers. It it doesn't feel like a real story. It feels like it it started on TV. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, absolutely. So um, we will also keep updating if we hear stuff or see how that trial plays out and what happens there. And I know the thing that you've all been waiting for, of course, is we have new information on Lori Value Valo Value. Can't talk today. Sorry, guys. Lori Corner. Lori Corner. Lori Corner. Or AKA that crazy bitch. So, anyway, Dateline released an episode called Where Are the Children? And did you guys watch and or listen to it? Yes. I listened to it, yeah. I did too. Yes. So it was, it was actually, I recommend all of you, if you can't watch it because uh, you're not in the States, then they do, they put out a podcast form just of like, you know, of the audio, the audio from the episode, the yeah. audio. So it's really good. So go and listen to that now, and that actually like it lays out the whole like the whole sort of timeline and like really dives into explain because there's so many components of this whole this whole thing, and um it just like the family that has her husbands that died, her brother, what else? <laughs> oh, Chad Daybell, so her current husband's wife, Tammy. Yeah, she yes. Is, isn't she? Oh. Oh, and also it was the um, the grandparents of one of the missing yes. children. Because I didn't realise that JJ was actually adopted. Mm, me neither, um, yes. And it had his grandparents on that as well. And that was so heartbreaking. Oh, it's horrible. You do feel like if you just didn't, if you didn't want the children, I mean, we don't know what's happened. So we can't actually, we're just speculating, but it doesn't seem like, especially in le- um, because she obviously has now been arrested, that... They aren't this, the children likely aren't with us anymore. But then it's just just give them to their grandparents. You know what I mean? If you yeah, don't want to, if you yeah. don't want to deal with it anymore, give the child 
to someone who does. Like, but I guess there's going to be. There's also very interesting because on the episode, she are they um was it the um what are those storage units that was yeah. new? So a, a guy remembered that her and she like rented a storage unit and they had video surveillance like video um, CCTV of her taking some large items in and out. Yeah, she, heavy she only, suitcases and things, wasn't it? Our boy Keith goes in. Keith Morrison mm. uh, actually gets access to it, and they're talking about how there's like kids' bikes in there, and there's all Ugh. these family photo albums, and they're like, if you were like moving someplace or going someplace, like these are the things that you would be taking with you, like baby pictures and stuff, and they're all just left in the storage unit that they haven't paid for, so it's basically like forfeit all the stuff inside. Mm. Like I, I, I thought that was so eerie like to see all that yes so Valo like I mentioned uh, a minute ago Valo was actually arrested on the 20th of February and held on five million dollar bail in Hawaii so they did finally arrest her in Hawaii she has since then been extradited back to Idaho um, and her bail was lowered to one million dollars so no word if she's actually gotten out yet or she will be there until I guess she has a trial. Police have also made an appeal to the public for photos or videos from Yellowstone National Park on September 8th, 2019. So I guess they're asking people who visited that day if they have any photos and videos. I guess they are looking. That's one of the last days I think that they can sort of track the children to and then they're looking for evidence, I guess. Um, that's, I know it's, you see, oh, you say, oh, like, oh, that was September last year. That was six months ago. I know. Yeah. It's been six months now. That's just, that's really scary. Yeah, it's, I just, I wonder, We. you know what, though, is, what if we never find out? Yeah. Mm. I mean, they were, I think in the episode, they were talking about how, um, was it in Idaho? And they were saying, like, there's so, there's so much land that if you were to bury a body or what have you. Yeah. You would likely never find mm. it. Like you would have to be very lucky to to stumble upon something in there, which is so sad. I obviously don't have kids, but I can't imagine, you know, say my myself and my sister go missing and my mom just pretends like it never happens and just like walks around like I don't yeah, have any kids. Yeah. And everybody's like, Where's your kid? Like it just it is absolutely not natural behavior for anybody. No. No, exactly. definitely not. Yeah, so I guess we'll find out. Um, her husband wasn't arrested, so who knows? But I guess I think they're probably. I think they were um going to be exhuming his wife, weren't they? And, and testing it her her it further because obviously when it all starts to you start to put it all together, you realize uh you know this is a bit coincidental that you then got married two weeks later. So uh, mm. yeah, interesting. I know that she was like she. It was down as that she initially died of natural causes. And then the family were like, oh, actually, that's something's a bit fishy about it. So that's why they're going to exhume her body. Oh, yeah. Okay. Which yeah, because like, she was like in her 40s, wasn't she? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I think so. Yeah, so it's not really like natural causes. Hmm. We'll see. So today for the review section, um, we're going to talk about the new podcast from Wondery called We Crashed. Now, I think Hannah actually brought this one up. Did you end up uh, listening to all of it? Uh, Yeah, I did the whole thing. 
Anna, have you heard any of We Crash? No. So this is going to be new for me. Okay, cool. So We Crash, like I said, comes from Wondery. So you already kind of have an idea of quality, which is always nice. There's nothing (laughs) worse than like starting a podcast and sort of getting halfway through and thinking like, I physically can't listen to this anymore because you Mm -hmm. can hear like car doors and and people moving around and whatever. But (laughs) Kind of like ours. Yeah. (laughs) Like us. We Crash is hosted by David Brown of Business Wars, and this is a little bit different in terms of crime as this is much more business-related crime and basically how so many people lost so much money in such a short amount of time. So the synopsis for the podcast is... The founders of WeWork thought they were on the brink of making history. The company was valued at $47 billion. It was ready for a huge IPO, and its charismatic CEO, Adam Newman, thought it was going to change the world. Adam had a profit-like vision for WeWork that he sold to some of the world's savviest investors, but did his vision ever match the company's reality? So it follows this company called WeWork, which... I knew the name, but I didn't actually know any of the story specifically, which was nice. And I thought the podcast itself was a really good introduction to A, the creator, which is Adam, his vision for this business, which eventually turns into his vision for society when he kind of goes off the rails. And it talks a lot about how somebody with literally no experience could build something so huge and so fast without really anything to back it up, which was absolutely fascinating. So it starts off, Adam had tried to make a couple businesses that didn't work out. And then he comes up with creating co-working spaces. So he would buy, you know, he'd rent or, or buy a property and then rent offices out to different businesses, which now is... I think it's still really popular. It's something that I have a lot of experience with, with like renting a hot desk without actually having an office. So he starts off with this idea, which is a good idea. Like people want it, like it it, it works. But he decides to take this idea to the next level and he makes it really trendy. So his WeWork spaces, you know, they've got beer on tap and they've got ping pong tables and there's video game consoles and everything looks really cool and it's all like really trendy and like designed really nice and he starts pushing this idea that he wants everyone to be part of the culture of WeWork and they do like cheers and stuff which um kind of gets like a little bit cultish I'm sure Hannah you've got opinions and it it's just a little bit creepy and they even talk about how he would hold meetings and a lot of the times the meetings wouldn't start till like 7 p.m. So he'd make people stay late. But he thought like people will want to stay late because it's, you know, we're all friends here. And this is like a culture, whatever. It's like a very big, very, a very big creepy. It's, it's really creepy. So this idea of co-working space skyrockets. And he starts off in, in New York City where you can imagine how much money these buildings would take. And yet they get so much money pumped into this company. Like I said in the synopsis, they estimated it was worth uh, like $47 billion, which, Wait, just for like an office? Yeah, for this whole... Well, he started by... He starts a multiple 
um, office spaces. But what you kind of go into is how, yeah, people are maybe valuing at this astronomical price, but actually the numbers don't really line up and there's not a whole lot behind it. It really is just real estate, but they've yeah. <laughs> like a really charismatic, almost like cult leader sort of heading it. So as this money starts pouring in, they start buying more office space. It's like they're trying to get at, like they can't acquire the amount of space as fast as they need it. Like it, it's really skyrocketing. And had they stuck with just that, who knows what would have happened. But um, as you can imagine, with access to that type of money, Adam and his family buy multiple homes. They are living at a level of luxury that I can't even really comprehend. Um, I don't even think they really comprehended it. And he, it, the podcast goes more in depth into his investors and stuff, which I'm just going to kind of glaze over. But he gets billions put into the company. And one of these investor guys basically says, like, you're, you're crazy, but you're not crazy enough. And so Adam, as like, I don't know, he must have been early 30s with billions of dollars, basically then at that point goes nuts. And they start doing all these like side businesses. So one of them, which I thought was really funny, he he creates We Grow, which is like a progressive school for children. And it still exists. You can go on its website. And the first thing you see on the website, it says, we are committed to elevating the collective consciousness of the world by expanding happiness and unleashing every human superpowers. Just stop. Just stop. That's not, <laughs> that's not okay, is it? Just. Oh I mean, it's, it's, a, it's a complete sentence and it sounds really cool, but just like WeWork's business, when you actually look at it, it doesn't make any sense. So they're they're ele- they're elevating the collective consciousness of the world. I don't know what that means, and I don't know how they do that. So they talk about all these side businesses that Adams, you know, he's trying to be crazier. He's building or he's buying them. I think the podcast said a like a semester at WeGrows like forty grand for your kid. Well, my kid better walk away with, like, legitimate superpowers, like, <laughs> invisibility or something <laughs> for that price. Yeah. You would think. It would better leave school with, like, four jobs. Yeah. Yeah, and they're, they're like, like six pay for years this. old. <laughs> so eventually, they want to take WeWork public, and this is when the whole thing implodes. So suddenly, the numbers don't add up, and it becomes increasingly obvious that they don't line up. And Adam tries to do his charismatic thing and he's saying, oh, you know, this is bigger than that. We're, like I said, elevating the consciousness of society. Like we're creating a culture and and everybody's like, yeah, I get what you're saying, but this is losing money faster than it's making it. And the amount of losses, again, is just, I can't comprehend the amount of money that was going in and then just literally disappearing. It's unbelievable. Yeah, but who, what idiot gives him this money? Or is he just that, was he just that good? Because it's like, oh, wow, yeah, you invented offices, great. Like, I don't know. <laughs> I just, like, Anna, Anna, it's never been done before. Yeah. <laughs> I know, I was like, wow, it's not, not really that groundbreaking, if I'm honest. Like, 
I think they do talk about the main guy, and I forget his name, but he was one of the big founders or backers of Alibaba. I don't know if you guys um, have ever used it, but it's like China's Amazon, and it's one of the, if not the biggest company. So he was involved in that, and I think he saw that co-working spaces could really be something. And Adam, with that money, just like lost his mind and he he was buying like um there's they talk about this one company he bought where they generate it's a they generate waves in in water so like for surfing and so he bought this company that generates waves for surfing and they're like um why (laughs) with the wait like so the 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 company that makes the machines that do that yeah yeah so if you had a lake and you wanted to surf on it They'd put All a machine right. in it that would create right. waves. Okay, they put the machine. It's not like a bunch of guys like rocking back and forth, like to create like <laughs> like a big wave. So at this point, the company is in financial ruin, and they are losing money at a speed that's unbelievable. And they finally decide to kick Adam and the like new CEOs and things. They're going to salvage what they can. So just a side note. Adam gets a disgusting amount of money to leave. He leaves the USA. They think he moved to Israel or something with his family. He basically gets to live happily ever after. And pretty much everybody else loses their job. So that's fun. I saw an article when I was doing a little bit of research and it said that after Adam was kicked out, WeWork's two new co-CEOs sent out this big long email and they're going to like strengthen our core business, which was co-working and that was working. So they're they're really working to, to focus back on that stuff and they're going to get rid of all the weird shit that Adam, you know, acquired over the years. And the first thing they were going to do is sell his $60 million jet that the company bought him for travel and meetings. So you can imagine like the amount of money lost in even just the, like they bought him a jet. Really? <laughs> so WeWork is also planning to sell three businesses that they acquired in recent years. You know, uh, the organizing event app called Meetup? I don't know if you guys ever used it. I've actually used it in England. They bought Meetup. They're trying to get rid of it. They also bought an office management startup, which they're trying to get rid of, and a marketing company, which they're also trying to sell. So it's they're, they're trying to salvage what they can. And WeWork is still a thing. Like, it's still alive, but it's... Yeah, it's still operates, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah it, it just... Uh, they're, they're trying to build it back to... Not what it was, because what it was wasn't real, but something sustainable, at least. So, yeah, I mean, that's just like a crash course on We Crashed. It's, I thought it was a really interesting podcast because I really didn't know any, I knew the name WeWork, but I didn't really know anything about the the details and, and stuff like that and how this guy, I mean, he had no experience in co-working or retail or real estate or um, pretty much anything, actually. He didn't really have experience in anything and how he could create something that people thought was worth almost 50 billion dollars wow yeah hannah how did you find it um um i think the story is a really interesting one but i don't think it was six part podcast series interesting 
it, it and it certainly wasn't interesting enough to drop the episodes you know one by one rather than drop them all at once I just I had to review it in like four words it would be it was just okay <laughs> I feel like really ambivalent towards that it was just like the story's crazy it's bananas but I just don't uh, it didn't do it for you it a bit underwhelmed no and I think there was like a huge turn off for for the episodes and the episodes themselves weren't very long but there was so much so much time in each episode eaten up by ads yes that it made it just like oh for fuck's sake they're yeah. trying to get their revenue back <laughs> just like we were trying to do now <laughs> I assume but no yeah it sounds like it was like the company was like overinflated and the podcast oh, yeah. Yeah. is the well, same as well. <laughs> yeah. I think it was it was interesting to learn about it. I listened to it after all the episodes were out. So I just um, I was actually on the plane, so I was bored out of my mind. And I like that they were short, but there is a lot of details about stuff that I didn't really care about or like talking to um, some people that I didn't really care about, but if you wanted to know the story of WeWork, I think it is certainly doable. Would I listen to it just because I was really fascinated by it? No. It's still well, like, it's well produced and stuff, and the quality is decent. It's just, it, yeah. I just don't feel like there's enough meat to the story. Or maybe that there was more, that they just didn't present it in a good way. I don't know. I feel like a bitch for saying it, but like, yeah, I thought it was shit. <laughs> <laughs> is this going to be your first negative rating? Um, yeah, 2020, start something new. It was crap. I'll give it like a two out of five. Oh, right. I'd say like a, a low three. <laughs> it was fine. I felt like I learned something, but I didn't, I don't know if I really wanted to learn it. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> it's not really a topic that I'm, I was not interested in the topic to start with and I thought well maybe this is you know, trying to like branch out and not just listen to so much horrific stuff about murder and it was just like oh well at least yeah like tried. business yeah. business crimes like something yeah. new you know um it just reminds me of the is it the Theranos one you know Elizabeth mm. Holmes is her name is that her name yeah you know I the one I'm talking about Elizabeth Smart and I know it's not right I know <laughs> I know that's yeah. not right um yeah uh, that one was actually really good, but that is like mm. a similar topic of like corporate crimes and like you know that sort of. Like, I thought genre. that one, the Theranos one, had way more wow factor in it. Like I remember mm. listening to some of the episodes and being like, "Holy shit! Like that can't be real." And yeah, I mean there are big points in the WeWork story, but for it just didn't. I don't know. It didn't land like the Theranos one did. Yeah. All right. Well, there you go. <laughs> I'm not going to rush out and listen to it, I don't think. <laughs> After we, that, did it, uh, we did it so you didn't have to. Thank you. Yeah. What you could do is um, get all of the episodes, cut out all the ads, and then listen to it within about an hour. So if you felt <laughs> there we go. do that. Weird crime time. So in honour of International Women's Day, which is today. Yay. Oh, is it? Happy, oh. happy, happy being a woman. Um, Congratulations. this week's weird <laughs> Congratulations on having female genitalia. Good, good job. Yeah, well um, done. Or not, nor not having it, um, whatever you choose to identify with. Um, I thought this week's weird crime time should focus on a lady, a lady called Willie Murphy. So Willie was 82 years old. She was getting ready to go to bed 
at her home in Rochester, New York, when a man started hammering on the door, claiming that he needed an ambulance. Willie kind of opened the door a little bit, and then she was like, oh, I'm not going to not gonna let that man in. So she started calling the police. Quick reminder that she is 82 years old. He forces his way into her home, though. And I think you're probably expecting this to go, like, really terribly for Willie, but, in fact, it goes really terribly for the intruder <laughs> because Willie isn't a frail 82-year-old. Willie is a bodybuilder. Wow. Oh, shit. And she beats him up. <laughs> no. Yeah. So there are a couple of, like, really, really great quotes on the story. And this is from Sky News. I think Anna shared the link on our, um, our group chat. Um, I'll pop up the link on the website as well. But the number one quote was, I said to myself, if it's my time to go to hell, I'm taking him with me. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my God. Amazing. <laughs> oh, I love her. So he gets into her house and she basically beats him to the floor with a table Whilst he's on the floor, she empties an entire shampoo bottle onto his face. And then when the police arrived, because obviously she'd phoned the police when he started banging on the door, um, she's found just, like, wailing on him with a broom. Oh, like, He's on the floor and she's just, like, beating the crap out of him. Um, and this, another quote is, he picked the wrong house to break into. I love that she thought to get a bottle of shampoo I was and say, dump it on she have it lying that's, around? That's really she's just, clever. She's, like, on the face. Yeah. The intruder actually ended up in hospital, <laughs> um, which I think is just poetic justice. Yeah. And a bit more on Willie because I think I actually want to be her when I grow up. She works out almost every single day. Wow. She can do one-handed push-ups and one-handed pull-ups. And in 2014, won the World Natural Powerlifting Federation Lifter of the Year, she can deadlift more than twice her own body weight. <gasps> Good for her. We'll put some pictures on Instagram or something, but she is this, this, this tiny little, like, like eighty-two-year-old bodybuilder, and that's like, if that's Amazing. not going to put an image in your head, then yes. that is exactly the image that you're going to see. <laughs> so good on you, Willie. Yes, she she can come over to my house and compliment my store-bought horseradish anytime. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> all right, I think that's all we have for today. Thanks for listening. You can actually check out our website, murderfriends.com, where we put our sources um, for the episode today. Um, you can email us, murderfriendspod at gmail.com. So if you have any suggestions of things to review or um, weird crime times, we always want to hear. Twitter is murderfriendspd. Instagram is murderfriendspod. And you can also check us out on YouTube. We have our a couple of mo- a special monthly YouTube videos, which... Um, you can watch. They are actually on hold for a little while, new ones, but we also have our podcast up there anyway. So check those out and we'll see you next time. All right. Bye. bye.